Welcome to another episode of Schnozcast. You are joined today by your hosts, Bob and Corey and Nick Todd is MIA for the evening, but uh, in our thoughts, as always. Prayers, Todd. Prayers. No prayers, just thoughts. Oh, he's always in my prayers. Every night I get down on my knees at the side of my bed. Was oh, that what I, you're doing? On your knees, praying? And I pray for you guys. Okay. Talking to a man about a horse? Yep. <laughs> If this is any indication of the show's going to go. <laughs> no, no, no. I just wanted to let you know that I love you guys. That's all. It's way too early for that. Yeah. <laughs> I think I said the same thing last episode we did, and I was roundly mocked. Yeah, you Yeah, you did say that. Yeah. It's still fresh. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel the same <laughs> I don't. Re- I don't remember doing any mocking, so. That's because you guys are very lovey. Let's go back to the tape. <laughs> you guys are very lovey friends. Speaking of lovey friends, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. Please uh, join us here each and every weekend. You can uh, find older episodes, including the last one we did, in case you missed it, out in the streaming services, uh, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere else where you can get a podcast. You can also follow us us on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, at Schnozcast. You can email us with your sage words advice or requests for assistance in relationship troubles to schnozcast at gmail.com, or you can call or text us anytime, day or night, at 618-SHOCKER. On the Shocker line, always open and ready to take your calls, questions, queries, comments, gripes, or bitches. No concerns. Do not bring concerns to us. <laughs> they will not be notice, tolerated. Notice that was not in there. Unless you start with a gripe that turns into a concern. Nope. It'll be immediately dismissed. <laughs> what if it's in the last two seconds? Guess what? If it's a one minute, you had us all the way through, <laughs> yeah, and we're like, we're with this person, we're, we got to help him out. Mm-hmm. And at the last minute, they're like, but the concern, guess what? You're done. Too bad it's not getting answered. Text, tell, tell email me, goes in the trash. Tell me, Corey, uh, how how would as a co-host of the show, how would you discern for the moment when a gripe turns into a concern? What what's the key thing you're listening for? The moment someone says my concern. <laughs> That's that's a great answer. That's like, well played, sir. I think. <laughs> I mean, I yelled check, and you're like I, checkmate, bitch. I figured that'd be the easiest way to figure out when a gripe turns into a concern. <laughs> he is a simple man. <laughs> so even if they said, "Here, I have a, I have a gripe," and they go on for four minutes, at the very end, of the like, and gentlemen, that's my concern. Thanks. Click done. Trashed. <laughs> Almost got us. Almost. Yeah, you son of a bitch. But no concerns on this podcast. Right in the trash. Right in the garbage. Uh, Well, listen, happy happy St. Patrick's Day. Valentine's Day? That's what you're going to say. I I almost did. Yeah, you did. Good Lord. And then out of my corner of my eye, I'm like, Corey's wearing green. It can't be Valentine's Day. (laughs) Or we just had a conversation about it being St. Patrick's Day and wearing green. You don't know how my brain works. (laughs) Bing, 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 St. Patrick's Day. Yes, everybody. there you go. So uh, here's to you. Yeah, cheers. Happy St. Patty's Day. Cheers. If you got to go out yesterday uh, or on St. Patty's Day, let's assume this is maybe you're listening to this in the past. You, hey, what? How is that possible? It's not. Someone time traveled <laughs> and listened. Look, at some point there's going to be time to- travel. If you were listening to us in the past, please let us know how you did this, because we're very, very no, interested. No, never let us know, because then your secret will be discovered. 
Well, in the pre- do, do they do it in the present though? Yeah. Well, in their present, yeah. But wouldn't for us to know it would have to be we, our present day? Let's just too? start the show. <laughs> Let's just start start over. Do we even play the music yet? Oh, oh wow. Funko. Oh, all right, Corey, what kind of Funko you got for us tonight? Well, guys, it's been Man. so many months. I have a lot of Funkos for I you tonight. Moved to the, I moved to the bank with the agreement. <laughs> it sounded, fuck, I should have left it where it was. It would have been great. No, great you were not just transported into the past. <laughs> <laughs> Although we, it may seem that way by the music. We, yeah. we have our own sense of time travel. Anyway, as I was saying, <laughs> if, you, if you enjoyed St. Patrick's Day. Should we be going back to what you were saying? Uh, probably not. We could move directly ahead. <laughs> no, I, this is, so this was the first yeah. St. Patrick's Day yeah. on record mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that all of us have worked and not had the day off. Yeah. And my significant other actually went out and enjoyed St. Patrick's Day, that being a first as well. So, yeah, it was a weird St. Patty's Day. Yeah, not going out kind of sucked. Yeah, dude, but it being on a Friday, like I, to take that time off, and then I and now having to work Saturday mornings, I would have had to taken Saturday morning off. Right. So it it was definitely not not worth it for me. But yeah, I think we're just in that at that point of our lives, gentlemen, where uh, we can't afford to take it off. I know I couldn't, and, and knowing that we were also going to be here in the podcast on on the day after St. Patty's Day, so. It was just to the point where I'm like, okay, if we're deciding we're not going to do the podcast for some reason, then I can definitely do it and go out after work, but I can't do both. And I feel like you guys are in the same boat. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. It's a, it's a whole commitment. And it's been a number of years since I've taken St. Patty's Day off. You know, we get pandemic in 2020, and then year after, you're like, I'm trying not to catch COVID. Um <laughs> And then, and then you're. Then you catch COVID. Then you do catch COVID multiple times. And then you're like, oh fuck it, I want St. Patty's Day to be here. <laughs> when, when was the last time that we went out to Three Nicks? Mm. Was that how many? I don't know. It's was a, it's a while ago. I, oh, I know we were definitely doing the podcast, but uh, that's the last time I remember going out on St. Patty's Day. I feel like that wasn't that last year. Because you guys walked from here down to Three Nicks. It, it, it would have had to and, have been. Because and, and if it I wasn't was, last year, it would have been pre-pandemic. And that seems like it's way too long ago. And but pre-pandemic, was we did the show the day before everything the world shut down. But the world didn't shut, the world shut down the day after we went to Letterkenny. It didn't shut down the day after St. Patty's Day. I want to say it was before St. Patty's Day. There was no St. Patty's Day in 2020. Right, but what... Uh, maybe I'm thinking, okay. Yeah, I'm thinking you know what I mean? We, yeah. In, in 2020, we went to see Letterkenny downtown Detroit, and that day, that was that was yeah, the last yeah. day. The next day, everybody started to panic. And we were like, what? I was like, holy fuck, did we all catch COVID? Why was I correlating that to the day we did the St. Paddy's Day show where we actually did the recording? Oh, that was years before. At like 8 a.m. or 10 a.m. whenever it we started. Been, might have been the year before. The, te- the 10 a.m. thing was... Smack dab in the middle of lockdown. Was it? Yep, that was St. Patrick's Day, and that was lock. We were it, everything yeah. was already closed down. Bars yeah. were closed. Everything was closed. Huh. Okay. I guess Let- I got, just got my ears flipped in. Now we may have taken that day off. Now I don't think Letterkenny was around St. Patrick's Day. No, it was it was pre St. Patty's Day. Yeah, but I know it was the last day before everything shut down. 
All right. Yeah, I guess I just got my my ears flipped. Stop flipping those ears, Curry. Oh, you know me, Bob. Doesn't doesn't suit you well, sir. Love flipping my ears. <sighs> Gentlemen's agreement. 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 Oh, it's the motherfucking gentleman. All right, if, if you're new to the show, Gentleman's Agreement is a segment in which we assign each other a movie or a TV show that we like, that we've seen, that, that the other fellas have not. We uh, kind of draw at random and uh, assign it to him to watch, and this is a spoiler-free, quick review of of that thing. Um, and then at the end of it, we'll assign, you know, we'll make new assignments for the next, next episode that we do. Um, so without any discuss- further discussion, I want to start with Nick. Okay. You had uh, The Quiet Man from me. Yep, Quiet Man, um, John Wayne. Uh, I think it was great. I loved it, um, and I think it was really cool. I don't know if you planned it out that way, that it all takes place in Ireland. I, I honestly did not. I went for the first. So <laughs> if you're new to the show, the last time we did Gentleman's Agreement, Nick had been assigned, I think, uh, the latest in a series of flicks that don't fall into his like oh i'm excited about that zone right and and he was he was not a fan of whatever it was uh oh i can tell you what it was it was uh it was uh this place rules uh so <laughs> give, <laughs> give, sorry man yeah given given that i'm like let me just look and see i gotta have a western here somewhere and that was the first one i saw the fact that it happened to take place in ireland was complete coincidence yeah and it really wasn't a western no, and I and I, the next day John after Wayne I movie. signed it to you, I'm like, oh, the Quiet Man. It's actually kind of a romantic comedy, sort of. It was it was a very John Wayne movie. Mm-hmm. That's pretty. I mean, it was almost. <laughs> it was almost like uh, McClintock in Ireland. Yeah, that's a good. Okay, I mean, yeah. ba- it's basically what it was. But I enjoyed it. It was all about the Irish and being in Ireland, and it was awesome. It was right around St. Patrick's Day, so. Okay. Uh, uh, and you hadn't seen it before? No. Okay. I, I Generally, I try to ask you when I assign it to you, but I'm sure in this case, enough time has passed where I just don't even bother asking anymore. I think you did at the time. Okay. All right. Well, now I'm down to Western. So I'm gonna have to hunt for other John Wayne stuff that you have. Yeah, and again, it wasn't seen. a western. No, but I I see John Wayne and like he's made so many west well westerns huh. and war films that it's either one or the other to me. How many fucking times do I have to tell you it wasn't <laughs> a goddamn western? There was there was no cowboy hats. Was, was there a, were there horses anywhere? There yeah, were there were there Irish. were some horses. There were scally caps. But a, it was like in the 1920s. Though. So yeah, yeah, in Ireland. <laughs> oh, I mean, there could have been some Lone Rangers and. Ireland in 1920. Cowboys oh, are very, Rangers. very American. Yeah. Do you think John Wayne was in the Lone Ranger? No. Okay. I was just using that. <laughs> now that he mentions that there were a few Lone Rangers in Ireland in this movie. A couple Lone Rangers. Damn it. No, it was really good. All right, man. Happy. Happy to hear it. Corey, you had Big Timber. Big Timber from Nick, which, as he did point out, we had started watching the one night we were up at Ray's. 
Um, but without volume and all that, uh, you can't really get the full effect. Mm-hmm. So watching it with volume and on my own time, uh, great show. It, it's anyone that's familiar with like Bering Sea Gold, uh, it's another favorite of mine. Uh, White Rider, Whitewater Gold Rush. Uh, this is basically along the same lines, just replacing the gold with trees. And these guys have a a lumber company that they run up in Alaska and Canada. Sorry, Canada. Gold's Alaska. Um, but dude, they, they're just they're ingenious. Like watching these guys live off the land and uh, do everything by hand and, and for themselves. They, there's you can't just go to Home Depot and pick up items and and tools and things you need for when stuff breaks down. Uh, so what they do with their stuff, it's absolutely amazing and it's it's really cool to watch. So great pick. Isn't it weird how like they're roughing it, but they're not. You know, I mean, they're they're roughing it in the sense because they're in the middle of fucking nowhere. But it's not like they're like in the middle. They're like the real middle of nowhere. It's not like you know the pioneer days. Like they no, get their hands it, on stuff. Yeah, it's it's roughing it to the sense of like yeah. I mean, you can still live comfortably, but you also know if something does happen, um, like one one of your machines breaks or you know uh, a saw breaks, like you know you're you're gonna have to do something yourself. To continue working for that next week, two weeks, uh, maybe a month before you can get that brand new part, you know, up to where you're at. Yeah, I don't think there's any like Amazon deliveries. <laughs> yeah, on. no. I, I well, I, uh, there probably is, but again, that's it might it, be it's like not, once a month it comes in, right? Yeah, it's not next day shit. It's yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, that, that'll be there in a month when when we can get it there. Yeah. So yeah, to to know like that, uh, there's still plenty of people out there that uh, have that ingenuity about them. Uh, it's pretty amazing. I was it blew me away just about the like the amount of people. Like he had specialists like this guy doing this, this guy doing that, you know. So but yeah, I'm yeah glad no, it was great, great glad, pick. Glad you liked it. Bobbert? Awesome. Uh I had to watch Stutz. I th- think it was from Todd. Yeah. It had it been. Okay. So Oh yeah, because I gave Todd the last of us. You did. You did. Okay. Um so Stutz is a, a documentary film on Netflix, uh, about two hours in length. But as a documentary, I'm like, I don't see a single serial killer in this whole thing. So <laughs> let's give it a shot. Um, Stutz is a, a movie that uh, Jonah Hill made. Uh, the actor Jonah Hill made about uh, his therapist, whose last name is Stutz. And so for the first 15 minutes, I'm like, man... Do I really need to be watching a two-hour documentary about therapy? And it was it was tough because I'm like, all right, just I can stick with it because there's got to be something about this that he found redeeming and, and he wanted me to see. Um, the without can you really spoil something about a documentary? I guess you could without spoiling anything. Um, uh, Jonah Hill had gone through some ups and downs downs in his life and had reached a point where he really uh, needed help. And um, ended up getting in touch with this this gentleman, Mr. Stutz, and started going to therapy. And 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 his particular process that he used for therapy was something that really helped Jonah Hill to kind of turn his life around and really set himself off in a different direction. And he was so enamored with the process and the guy who introduced him to it, who helped him make that breakthrough, that they got kind of really close uh, as just two people. And he decided he wanted to make a film about it. So. 
it's a, a lot of it's in black and white. Um, the guy's really a fascinating character and, you know, there are, there are reasons for therapy and there's, there are times where therapy can be helpful for people. Um, if they feel like that's what they need in order to move past something or move forward. Um, just watching something about therapy, I, I can already like feel the, <laughs> in this room, like, okay, I'm not really seeing the, I have no interest in therapy, but I will say it was real. It was, it was really, really interesting. And the way I knew that was the next day I was still thinking about it. Yeah, no. And it's not, not that I'm, have you watched it? No, it's, it is actually something that we have on our watch list okay. that, that we wanted to see. Um, so yeah, no, I, I don't think just because it's about therapy that it's like, Oh, well, forget it. I, I mean, Jonah Hill's a, a an interesting guy. Yeah. I, nicely. I, I, I'm not going to say he's a great actor by any means, but to maybe see him in a, like a, an actual real life scenario mm-hmm. um, and something that's, you know, definitely more than skin deep. Uh, it would be interesting to see out of him. Yeah. I guess, uh, I guess there's no patient doctor confidentiality, huh? Well, not when you put your doctor in the documentary and release on Netflix. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, yeah, you can sign, I mean, you can sign your own rights away to put whatever you want. But I mean, the whole thing is extremely personal. Yeah. So if you're Jonah Hill, you can't really make a documentary about you and your therapist without revealing some details about your problems. And he does like quite a bit. So uh, my, I was, I had some respect for like, wow, he's kind of laying it all out there. So if that's your bag, definitely check it out on Netflix. As Austin Powers said, it's not my bag, baby. It's not my bag, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can go without Jonah Hill. <laughs> I say, man, I, I'm, I'm not, uh, I don't think he's a great actor by any means. I'm, there's stuff that he's been in that I've, I've liked. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm not like, oh my god, he he really knows how to put on a roll. No, oh, it's, it's he knows how to eat a roll, but roll. Hey. Yeah, my my thing is like, he, okay, he was he was in a super popular movie, and then he lost a bunch of weight. Have you seen that movie? I have. All right, and he lost a bunch of weight. Super bad. Super bad. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if that's what he was referring no, that, to. I assumed it was. Yeah. Um, lost a bunch of weight oh, and. and had like some high end celebrity friends, and now like everyone wants to know what Jonah Hill thinks. And oh, Jonah Hill's offended by this, and Jonah Hill's offended by it. And he just he's offended by this. He's like offended by everything, you know. And it's like, oh my god, dude, fucking get over yourself. I know, I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm sure you've you done don't. your. I've literally never seen anything say that, but I've not been looking for it. Yeah, it's, I don't know anything. I don't know anything about that. Okay, well, I'll explain well, to you later. That's, right. Yeah, fill, so, fill me in later. I can't remember who's selective ro- hearing whose roast it was, <laughs> but Jonah Hill was there, and uh, like an actual comedian was on stage and and giving their part of the roast, <laughs> and they had mentioned something about like, uh, like how the fuck did Jonah Hill get e- uh, even get up here? Like, who who are he's you? Friends like, with Leonardo DiCaprio? Okay, like, like yeah, we get it. You lost a bunch of weight. You gained weight. You lost a bunch of weight. Good for you. Why are you on the stage? And uh, they're like, oh, wait a second. I see Seth Rogen up here. That's why Jonah Hill's here. <laughs> there was the James, roast of James Franco. That's for you know. That's probably what it was then. Bill Hader got up as the king of Hollywood. And it's like jo- Jonah. Do we really need two of these guys in Hollywood? <laughs> <laughs> I assume you heard because Seth's here, and that's that. Maybe the 
I was, it was it was probably yeah, I was probably the he he flipped apparently he like one of the things was like he flipped the fuck out because he would go on shows and they want to know about like his transition like oh my god like look you lost all this fucking you lost all this weight that's amazing you know well and he like freaked out on several people I'm, just like, I'm not gonna I refuse to talk about this is not about my body we have to talk about it and I'm like, okay all right. Like he's done stuff like that on several occasions. I would say, and well, especially with this this documentary too. Like I could see him going a very uh, Shia LaBeouf route with. Yeah, I mean, not in the documentary, I will say. But if you're suggesting that the documentary is the first, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 in yeah. that journey toward Shia LaBeouf yeah. ter- territory. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I don't think it fully comes out in the documentary by any means, but I think he's slowly headed towards that, like completely dramatic artsy like uh, oh i sat in a movie theater for 48 hours and watched all my movies just to so i could critique them myself or see what other people it's like dude calm calm the fuck down like i i really have a lot of respect for people like the old you know mindset of you know with great power comes great responsibility and he kind of blew up and yeah super bad was huge for jonah hill yeah and and you know you should you should be humbled by that you know, you went from no one knowing who you are to being a household name. And, you know, when people are like, um, what's the Spider-Man who's like one of the worst celebrities in the world? Oh, uh, oh, uh, Toby Maguire. Yeah, like Toby Maguire, <laughs> like a piece of shit. Like, again, no one knew, knew who he was and he can't stand fans and you know he screams at him and gives him the finger and leave him. No, the, the thing about Toby Maguire is that... Um, the movie that Jessica Chastain made, I think that you, I think I assigned it to you, where she's sort of like the madam of the over this poker game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember the name of the movie? Because I don't. <laughs> it's gonna take me a second. But I can probably uh, find it's it. It's in your list. Yeah, I'm sure. If I looked, but uh, anyhow, she, she's she's a very very smart girl who who it, it takes over this poker game, which involves the people from Hollywood playing in the poker game, and. Michael Sarah, the actor who was also in Superbad, mm-hmm. as Jonah Hill's best friend, right, is in the movie playing a guy who's a complete and total asshole in the game and fucks her over. And the behind the scenes news is that in the story of that movie, he is playing a fictionalized version of Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire actually has like had in done person. in, in yeah. real li- real celebrity poker games. Yeah, I mean. Uh- and and just the thing, I mean, Jonah Hill, you don't hear as many things like Tobey Maguire-esque or ish, but um, he still is kind of not very humble and, you know, all about him and, you know, everything. I mean, it's just he's, he's very delicate. And, you know, I, I give a lot of credit for, you know, celebrities that exhibit grace, you know, and yeah. are, are class, class acts, you know. I mean, that really resonates with me, you know. Um, so for someone so new, you know, that especially you would think that you would just be like so thankful, like, yeah, sure, let's let's talk about whatever, you know. Yeah, you would think. But so but, you know, the but I, I always try to I mean it's easy to be outside looking at celebrities who have money and fame and all this kind of shit. And when they when they talk about their problems, it's it's easy to shit on them. But at the same time, um I recognize that I don't have any idea what it's like to be famous, none, and and so what that does to you, 
you know, and why you might like freak out by someone asking you the same question every single day for a hundred days or every single part of your life being under a microscope. I don't have any idea what that feels like. So I kind of give him a little bit of leeway. But as, as, as my family would say, uh, he's got no problem accepting the checks though. No, of course. And yeah, that, and that, that's, and, the, that's the other side of it. And, right? and, and that's if you accept what, like, the checks, you should accept the, the, this is comes with the, with getting those checks. Yeah, and, and that's why I, like, I find it really hard too. like, yeah, you, you might be annoyed by something and, and hate being asked the same question every day, a hundred times, but it doesn't mean you can treat someone or an individual like shit. Yeah, if you want to, like, outside the show, like, be like, hey, you know, I specifically asked, uh, you know, let's let's not steer the conversation this way. Uh, you know, unfortunately, you know, I don't I don't enjoy that. You know, uh, I mean, it's just probably going to turn out that I'm not going to be back, you know. Yeah. but Or just ignore ignore people. Laugh it off, you know, do something. You yeah, know. You, don't, you don't have to confront someone that, uh, paparazzi and all that, that are reporters that are around you. You don't have to engage them. I mean, yeah, it's. I, I'm sure it's very hard to ignore all that, but you don't. You don't have to engage anyone. Maui's game. I yep, know. Yep. I was gonna just try to slide it in there at some point. No, I appreciate that. So yeah, that's. Wow, this took a deep, uh, dark turn. <laughs> no, it's okay. This is. The, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm done with that review. This is more kind of that uh, celebrity gossip shit that a lot of podcasts talk about. We don't spend a ton of time doing it, but I don't have any problem doing it. Um, okay, so let's do uh, new assignments for for next time. Uh, Corey, you got Nick. <laughs> Nick, you got me, and I got Corey. Nick, you have Kaleidoscope. Oh, man. This is always, like, something that's super easy for you guys, and this is something that's going to take me a while. So no, That's fine. I'll have to let and you know later, yeah. Yeah, even later in the show, it's fine. I'll just put a reminder on my phone this time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Corey. Have you seen, uh, you may have seen this with Danielle at some point. Have you seen Aaron Brockovich? Mm. You have. Uh-huh. Okay. I actually saw that one. Uh, not right when it came out, several years later. Okay. What'd you think? It's all right. I, I, I it was, I think at the time when it came out, mm-hmm. it, it was definitely. Sounds like a chick show. Kind of. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's not, t- it's, to me, it's almost like a, along the lines of like Pretty Woman. Like you, even well, as, it, I mean, just because it has Julia Roberts in it. Well, no, no, no. Just like, like as a guy, like it's still, even though it's this romantic story, like there's still enough in it to kind of capture your attention, if that makes any sense. Would you rather miss congeniality? <laughs> Between miss congeniality and, um, Aaron Brockovich, or yeah. miss congeniality and Pretty Woman. Sure. That just answered okay. Uh, both Between both the, make a choice for both. <laughs> yeah. Miscongeniality. For both? I don't know what that means. So it's a it's a contest, right? You have to pick either miscongeniality or pretty woman. It miscongeniality. Miscongeniality or Aaron Brockovich. Miscongeniality. Right. Well that, yeah. that's so yeah, that's your answer. Yeah. For both. Okay. I see what you're saying now. All right. Took me a second there. Sorry. <laughs> I think I'm caught up now. You are caught up now. All right. Then, Corey, you got... Uh, the Devil Wears Prada. You got... Uh, now, this is the movie, not the TV series. You have The Odd Couple. You said the movie, not the TV series? Correct. Okay. There have actually been multiple TV series. This is the 1968 movie with Jack Lemmon and Walter Matthau. Oh, thank God. This is going to be great. Are you being sarcastic? Yes. 
Very much so. <laughs> I think there's parts Come in it. Come on, man. Give it, a, there's give parts, it a shot. I think there's parts in it where someone speaks French and there's subtitles. I, I'm, uh, again, for, if you've not listened to this segment before, it's your first time. I'm assigning this to Corey because I love this movie. I think that he will like it. Okay. Do you? I do. Okay. Yeah. In fact, this is what we do. We are willing to bet money on it. So if it were to cost him money to rent this movie for like three ninety nine or whatever, I will pay him back if he says he hated it. <laughs> Bob, the only copy I could find was a platinum version I had to have overnighted from China. $75. <laughs> cost me quite a bit. Listen. At the He's, end of that, he stands by. At the word. end of that, I will be owning a platinum copy <laughs> of the Odd Couple from where did you say it was from Scandinavia? He just Taiwan. Got, Taiwan. Bob, Bob just got oddly excited that he's going to yeah. be the owner of that. I'm like, now. dude, I'll give you my <laughs> DVD copy. I'll take the platinum thing. That's fine. All right, and you're going to tell me later. Yes, I have a reminder this time. Alrighty. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> guys, it's all good. I got a reminder. We're, we won't forget. <laughs> Yeah, last time I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll have to think of it later, and I totally did not. And then Corey came to the show without sending anything, saying anything to me, and was like, by, I, I picked my own. The, just, just by the way, I picked my own. By the time I was going to start watching, I already realized you hadn't picked anything. And I'm like, it's Saturday morning. There's no way that while I was at work that I would be able to write you back. Yeah. Oh, you normally don't when you're at work. So <laughs> I extra stress of trying to make you find a fucking movie and out of, is, out of nowhere very stressful yeah it is stressful sometimes oh my goodness where is mr todd dylan so we need to know we need to toast him for saint patrick's day oh saint patty's day todd here we go this is from Corey. that's been uh finally doing this we decided it needed uh, a hard three weeks of chilling yeah this will have to sit because um the one with less alcohol uh, is a little frozen. Oh, no. Who would have thought? It is. Mine, mine are both good. Look at it. No, it's it's like some sort of gelatinous. Um, you know how uh, on, the, on its way to being a liquid, solid turns into like a like a plasma sort of a thing? That's what I've got here. Yeah. Um, does it? Yeah. Ice? We like to throw a little science into the show every now and again. Turns into quite a viscous fluid. All right, so we're going with so we're going to go with the regular shot of Bob. We're going to leave this Bob Nye, the little? science guy. I mean, do yeah. we do we need to do a shot of actual fireball? I'm pretty sure we're we know what that tastes like. Are we going to do like the side by side? Side by side, little little taste test, a comparison, if you will. I can't believe those froze up. How can you not believe it? They have mine, less alcohol, dude. Mine is they're fine. Both of them. Bob's working his best to not spill anything right now. Kevin. Yes, you you spilled my drink already. He hadn't started the show yet. That wasn't uh, yeah, still, though. I'm going to say that's still spillage, buddy. I don't think I need to see anything else than the fact that one is frozen and one is not. So you're telling me the, the cinnamon ones are the ones that are frozen? The ones <laughs> with less alcohol are frozen. Yeah, cinnamon. Well, we'll just wait a second on those. The ones uh, where they have abstained from saying whiskey. (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, If you're new to the podcast, please pour yourself a shot and join us, especially because it may uh, be St. Patty's Day. Wherever you might be. (laughs) They could be listening to this a year from now. St. Patty's Day. Or it could be in the past. Yes. Fucking time time travelers. (laughs) 
motherfuckers Cheers. need to stop. Happy St. Pat's, whatever year. We should just cater to the time covers <laughs> and come in next week and Woo! do it like a Thanksgiving show. Oh my goodness. Could we do a Christmas 1937 show? Yes. I'm reminded. Dress up. Like, yeah. Yeah. Give people presents for the 30s. I'm reminded of a parable. And I'll read it for you now. Oh, my God. I can already tell it's going to be fantastic. May those who yep, love us. Yep, because he's going to do it in the voice the entire time. May those who love us, love us. And those who do not love us. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Dude. That's a, that was totally over again. That's a, that's no, a great parable. Do again. not start again. Just pick up right where you left off. May those who love <laughs> us, love us. And those who do not love us, may God turn their hearts. And if he cannot turn their hearts, may he turn their ankles. That way, we may know them by their limping. <laughs> God love the Irish. Yeah, that's actually pretty good. <laughs> Sadly, I am glad that you restarted. I did want you to pick up where we left off. <laughs> All right. Just let's, cut that out. The first no, no, no. We're <laughs> no, no. I'm take, take care of that in post. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Let's do uh, existential question. That was pretty. To this installment of Nick's essential oh, question of the week. Good Christ. Christ. Yeah. And the, and Christ, I say. It's changing every time, too. I know. It's a little Scottish. I would um, say it's it's becoming more Scottish. I as, want it as to it goes just on. move <laughs> to right. William westward, Wallace. westward across <laughs> the continents as <laughs> yeah. the weeks go by. Yeah, I'm gonna do as like, the weeks go by. By the end of the show, he'll be across oh, the uh, uh, around the entire world. I'm gonna do like the Revolution of Dance, <laughs> but just in different <laughs> dialects <laughs> as we cross the globe. So, in this uh, <laughs> installment of Existential Question of the Week. Um, uh, we're gonna we're gonna go into a little bit of trickery here. So this question is going to be about something in your past. Something in your past. What is something that comes to mind? Very quick. It doesn't have to be the absolute best, but something that comes to your mind of a prank that you played on someone, whether you were a kid or an adult. That oh. Was an actual prank, like not like I jumped around the corner and scared somebody. Like, damn it, you you played a prank, some sort of uh, tomfoolery, sh- shenanigans, if you will. Okay, so it's it's a trick. You didn't actually like it's it's not a. <laughs> Does it count if is it only a prank if at the end you let somebody know it was a prank? Like, if you never told them it was a prank and they might still to this day believe that what you did was was okay. I mean, I guess if you, if you, if you knew it was a prank. Yeah. Okay, if you, 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 what if you profited off of this prank? Okay. Well, this doesn't, this now, <laughs> now we're starting to cross some lines, Bob. Okay, that's all right. Yeah. That, that, you, you've said enough. I'm talking about like. Okay. Oh, I know what you're talking about too now. By, you? by, yeah. by okay. definition, like that someone would consider something a, a John John Q. Public would say, yes, this is a prank. Probably uh, something a kid would do or... Cans? Fucking... No. That wasn't the cans? No. No. Oh. So I, I can... I John can. Q. Public, always crutching my groove. I'll go first. 
I can go first. Okay. So, um, I like how you translated. I was actually just thinking, I'm like, thank you for giving your own audio <laughs> subtitles. It's hard to understand. <laughs> it's hard to understand. My I mother. hate subtitles. It's hard to understand my mother tongue sometimes. <laughs> I'm not even going to. Uh, I'm sorry, dude. Don't. I know you have Irish. What about your mom's tongue? He has Irish. Yeah, there, there were so many things I could have said there. So, could you? Uh, so, anyhow, this was actually at my mom's house where this, this prank took place. And um, it, it was something that I heard. What's her address? Yeah. Something that I heard about. And I'm like, this this doesn't, I don't, I don't even know, this doesn't work. Wait, you know? so you didn't pull, uh, so hold on, what is the question? What is the prank that you pulled? So are you telling this, us about this, a prank that yeah. you pulled? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it was at nighttime and I there was this prank that I heard of and I wanted to see if it worked. And I wasn't quite certain like all the mechanics behind it because i was a kid and uh i was home and the only people that were home were my stepdad and my mom and they were both asleep so i'm like oh i'll just try this out so it was the old cellophane on the toilet oh no (laughs) wait you played this trick on your mom i did i played it on someone i all i know is that i set it up in the house Okay. I, I went. I was in the down. I went in the downstairs bathroom, and you know, pulled pulled the cellophane across underneath the 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 actual toilet seat, mm-hmm. and it was that like crystal clear fucking Reynolds. <laughs> you know, it was it was the good stuff. <laughs> and I I was I remember being amazed. I was like, wow, against like the white back. I mean, it really is. <laughs> there's no light catching on it. It's fucking clear. And so I pressed it all along the sides, and I just put the toilet seat back down and I again as a kid like I don't know what I was thinking who I thought I was pranking like I, I don't know but I went to bed and that, and that was it and, and so I forgot about it and it wasn't until years later we were all enjoying a drink and I told that story and I was like you asshole <laughs> I'm like what she's like I'm like, oh, did I get you? She's like, no, you didn't get me. She's like, but your stepdad peed all over it and it went all over the floor. She's like, and he went straight to bed. He didn't know when I got up the next morning, there's pee everywhere. Okay, hang on. She's like, I had to clean it up. So (laughs) what page are we on as far as did your stepdad know that it was going everywhere? I, my stepdad is very, 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 very Polish, and he's the nicest man in the world, but he, he could easily pee on some cellophane and go right back to bed and not know. He's a big midnight snacker. Yeah, <laughs> so, I just don't know, like, even in my worst of states, yeah, I don't, like when you lift the toilet up and you start taking a piss, like, you know it's not going in the toilet. I mean, I don't maybe... It, Pissing in the dark? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All right. He, I, I just had to ask. Cause he hasn't drank in like 60 years, so it's not like he was like so there, 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 Yeah, there's no drunk excuse? There uh-uh. was No. Oh, man. That's... She's like, I had to clean up the next day. She's like, I asked John about it, and he was like, well, I don't know. <laughs> Could have been me. <laughs> yeah. So that works, by the way. That was that, my prank. That's why you get my, my parents would... Act, it, whoa. I don't know what happened there. A little stroke? Yeah. Um, when we were up in Escota all the time, 
uh, for our family vacations. No, that was well, that was one of the number one pranks to get played throughout the entire week. And someone learned that all the water uh, piping for everything in the entire condo complex. This is when we were staying at the uh, a duplex one. That if you put shaving cream on the ceiling above someone's bed in the morning when someone goes and takes a hot shower, all that shaving cream would melt and fall onto the bed. So that was another big, big prank up north. Was I'm so glad we were not a prank family. <laughs> I would have hated to, <laughs> to have been in a prank family. You were the only member prank member of that family. No, uh, I, I, my dad was not like a prankish person, but my dad was definitely an instigator, and which is how I get the way I am. I, I literally scared the shit out of someone today at work. On purpose? Kinda. All right. I mean, not really, but. If I knew, I probably still would have done it. Fair enough. I so I'm sorry that the 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 shaving cream is that the prank you pulled? No, no, no. They, okay. I was way too young. This was back when I was a, a very small child. Okay, um, I was a wee lad, only two apples high. Thank you. That's that's what I was looking for. It is St. Patty's Day. Um, no, I I I don't know because th- there have been so many over all the years. Like, I I, I can guess, see your dad as being very pranky. Yeah, I can see your dad pranking you a lot. He tried. Oh, I think he was probably <laughs> successful. No, I don't know if really? you were if you were the the sharpest tool in the drawer when it came to your father. I definitely was. Come way, on, way sharper than him. Come on, but but it, the the one and I I guess you could call it a, a prank. Um, but we were actually we were at one of his doctor's appointments, and we were walking down this hallway, and it was him and my mom walking in front of me, and I had just remembered seeing on TV somewhere. That, like, if you put your foot underneath someone else's foot while they're walking and lift up, they immediately fall forward. So I was like, huh. how, is some, how would you orchestrate that? Like, when someone, like, lifts up their, their foot to go take a step, you just place your foot. Oh, it, it's a very quick, quick action. And as long as you put <laughs> so your foot So how did you orchestrate that? I was just walking behind him. I was like, let me see if this works. Yeah, but you don't have quick actions. We were walking down a hallway. Okay, all right. And so I stuck my foot under his foot that was up, and when he went to go set it down, I lifted up, and he went tumbling over and hit the wall and knocked a bunch of pictures off the wall. <laughs> this was your dad? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, and the doctor was right there with us, escorting us to the room. And you decided to do this at a doctor's office? <laughs> <laughs> so a couple pictures went flying. And, and your mom uh, was there. Were these pictures yeah, of like other that, doctors? What what pictures are on the wall at a doctor's office? Just like the stupid diplomas. Yeah, pictures. Diplomas. Yeah. No, there's no diplomas. <laughs> decorative. Oh, he didn't go to college. Just, just dec- yeah, no, he never graduated uh, medical school. Veteran. Shitty, school, shitty doctor. But yeah, he hit those pictures off the wall, hit the ground. Mm-hmm. And did I was your like, mom see you do this? Dude, she knew right away it was me. Okay. All right. My dad just doesn't go tumbling down hallways. <laughs> Why? As, matter of fact, sure. as a matter of fact, to be honest with you, that was the first and I think only time in my life that I ever saw him like actually fall. Okay. So, the, yeah, no, he was, wasn't just stumbling into stuff all the time. Do you yeah. understand the giant cauldron of 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 DNA and, and everything that he's stirring up right now to make sure that you, whatever child that you get is going to be like 10 times worse. I than mean, what I, you did to him. He's like, Oh, I probably keep have going, buddy. I keep probably going. have it coming. So, Oh yeah. 
But yeah, so I did that, and as you're low hanging fruit too. As he was trying to, <laughs> you got a boil, Chad's coming. Trying to, son of a gun, trying to shake the fall off. Yeah, my mom just <laughs> turned around and looked at me with the most devilish eyes, and she's like, "You need to leave the office right now." <laughs> and I was like, "You are correct." <laughs> and I turned around, and I booked it out. What did your dad do? He was still trying to get up because he wasn't expecting anything. And well, so what happened once you finally saw him again? In all honesty, I was probably beat so hard I really don't remember. <laughs> Stop it! No, I it, it they, they I mean my mom was not happy with me. Once my dad calmed down, uh, he he realized it was pretty funny. He would never have told me that to my face, <laughs> but you could tell by his demeanor once he got in the car, like he was fine with it. My mom was was not fine with it. <laughs> right. Why? Because you made because yeah. you made everyone look at, like idiots. Or well, now she no. has to do the work to calm him down, explain like, oh, he's just a yeah, kid. He it, know any better? The doctor's like, going. Is everything okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are, and, did you have a stroke? Well, and then I, like he had just had his quadruple bypass, like <laughs> and you a couple him. months earlier, and I tripped him. Yeah. But I thought my dad was okay now because he had his bypass, so he's good. Like yeah. he, there's no problems he anymore. Can fall right on his yeah. chest. Yeah. So, I think I think that was her that was her like main concern. Think your dad got the last laugh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Fuck you, Corey. Yeah. So that I, I think that that's probably my my number one most memorable prank as far as a reaction to other people seeing it. Yeah. Yeah, because I'll, I'll never forget, it, especially that look in my mom's eye when she turned around. She didn't even have to stay to leave the office. All she had to do was turn around. And I would be like, "Okay, I'll leave." Wouldn't that be, wouldn't that have been something if your dad like went for the long con and told your mother like, "Hey, if something ever does happen to me, heart wise, I want you, I want you to say, I want you to say to Corey that the doctor told us." Had he had any falls in the past? Oh, no. <laughs> like, that's your dad's one last final fight. That would have been pretty good. Yeah. I can't imagine your mom ever agreeing to that. <laughs> no, she would never, no, she would never, have, never have done that. <laughs> I could see your dad Ooh. saying something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, he definitely would have. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's, that's I, I think, my my number one prank. Were you in the, were you in the waiting room laughing, though? Oh no! no I, he hitchhiked home. He walked down. Were you terrified? Yeah. No, I, I, I ride with a trucker. I was really, I, I waited outside. I didn't even wait in the building. Yeah, it's probably a smart idea. See, even well, though it wasn't really a prank, I was thinking the whole blinds, the whole blinds issue. Which when I shot the yeah, that wasn't a, yeah, that was that wasn't a prank. That was just me being stupid. And yeah, <laughs> trying to figure something out as a sixteen-year-old kid. All right, Bob. Um. If it's if it's one that I engineered alone, it would probably be having my, my children. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Never intended to do this. Um, no, I, I I have two younger sisters, and uh, you know when when we were kids, they they shared a room, and I had my own room, and I would go into their closet they had, they had like a double closet with two separate doors but i would take take a few articles of clothing from one closet and swap them with the other closet and then wait for them to get home and start yelling at each other for why did you take my clothes and it, it would inevitably turn into in like a knockdown drag out fight because that's how my sisters were and then oh the next girls day, with clothes yeah, fuck yeah yeah and the next day i would do it with the shoes and i would just swap them back and forth <laughs> and i would like take take a shoe and just like 
bang it against the table and the side of the door and put some scuffs in scuffs it and all put over it back it. in the and then just sit in my room and just listen. <laughs> and I thought it was amazing. It's almost sadistic. <laughs> I was gonna say I, I yeah. don't think you had to go as far as damaging the items, but I mean damage, they're gonna get scuffs. I mean your kids. Well, yeah. yeah. But but you know with your own It's not things. like I, I cut sleeves off of clothes <laughs> or anything like that. But you know with your own things, like, okay, I did not put a bunch of scuffs on this shoe. No, but the, these weren't, like, uh, Sunday best shoes. They were, you know, like, brand new tennis shoes with, like, a white, you know, toe that wasn't so white anymore when I... <laughs> oh, I mean, you don't have to explain to yourself. I, I, I get it. Yeah. Wow. Problem child. I mean, uh, they gave as good as they got, so it's not like uh, nothing ever happened to me or... You know, I wasn't sucker punched during like games of uh, sorry uh, on a on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, sorry is not a physical game. Well, you haven't played with my sisters. In all honesty, I don't think I'd ever play a game with Becky for sure. I would recommend against it. Yeah, I be honest with you. There's been a couple of times where I've I've seen her that I've been like, hmm. She strikes I, you as someone who would. Uh, lose her shit over a board game, doesn't she? Oh, easily. Yeah, she's very easily hyper competitive. Like, but when you were the middle child, and you're also the shortest child, I mean, that's got to do something for your. That that's probably how Hitler started. That's why he took over the the Rhineland and uh, marched into into you know Eastern Europe. And if you put a little little stash on Becky, I could see it. Yeah. I could totally see her just the preaching at the at the pulpit. I take offense to that, so, uh, as you know. should. So I think that the was fewer. there's been there's been a few a, a couple of other ones, but they were not. I I did not orchestrate those. I was merely a participant. Oh, can I tell you guys something? Yeah, because I have one up my sleeve that I've been hanging on to. Why didn't you mention it instead of? Because I haven't done it yet to Danielle. Oh, you're yeah. talking. Oh, this is a two B. Yes. Pulled prank. Yes. Um, okay, I'm going to put my foot internet, under her foot as she's the walking. the internet and our, and our tens of followers might actually hear about before she does. Because she's oh, never going to listen to this episode. No, that's what I'm telling you guys. Okay. Luckily, yeah. she's in a uh, impenetrable fortress of solitude right now, and she yeah, can't hear us. Of her own construction, by the she way. She has her AirPods, and she's watching movies. Yeah, she's, she's fine. Not, yeah. So we went to this shop uh, out in Romeo by her mom that – had a bunch of these old school, like little um, poppers that you throw on the ground. Uh huh. But they also had ones with strings attached to them. So I bought a box of each. Just being like, well, and and did she see you buy them? Yeah. Oh, but we're we're talking, this is already like six months ago. So I know she's completely forgot about them. Okay. But the, the thing was that really attracted me to them was that they weren't like those little shitty, like in a piece of like cheesecloth. Yeah. Uh, paper little poppers. I mean, like rice paper, not cheese cloth. Uh, either <laughs> way. That's, heavy duty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they were like little red dynamite sticks. Mm. And All so right. when we walked outside, her and her mom were sitting on the bench. We were waiting for her dad to come back from whatever. And I took one of them out and I threw it on the ground. And there were people down the street that stopped and turned around. That's how loud this fucking thing was. So it's basically a bunch of that dust into a larger vessel. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. That seems awesome. And there's one, and I said, there's ones that they sold that has strings attached to them. So the first thing I thought, I'm like, oh my God. When she goes to bed one night and I come into bed later, 
I'm going to shut the bedroom door and I'm going to tape one to the top of the door. So in the morning at 645, when she gets up and opens the door, that thing's going to go off and scare the ever living fuck out of her. Wouldn't it wake but you up too? Oh yeah. Oh, it, it, that's a, I, I want it to wake me up because I, I, I want to, it, I want to see her reaction. Why wouldn't you set it up? Because then she go to, she goes to work way before you do. Yeah. And then she gets home before you do. Why wouldn't you set it up? After she leaves, so that when she gets home, there it is. Because I won't be there. But you got cameras. Yeah, but couldn't you put it like if you know she? <laughs> you want to see it? If you know she comes through the front door, like after she leaves, couldn't you somehow attach the front door and then go out the back? Yeah, and put the camera, like one of your wireless cameras, inside to capture the whole thing. He, I thought his cameras were capturing all at all angles of every room. I don't know, yeah, but they're they're mobile, so you could move wherever you wanted. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, but clearly, you want to be there to see it, okay. or at least be woken up by, by the experience. Uh, that's. I feel. Or, like that's, do you think that it because you're if you're woken up by it that you could somehow go like I was asleep? Couldn't have been me. Well, no. I mean, he's gonna know it was me. I think. <laughs> well, I think. Just why like, would you want to be there? I think. Yeah, I think just like the situation with your dad, it would be better if you were not there. Yeah, she's, I, I would agree. She's liable to sock you right in the side, and you know, at least, at least you. That's can, fine. You can replay the video and laugh. Now, and, is she capable of like retribution? She can try. Do you think she would? No. I think. The, All right. So, <laughs> I think the best thing would be like. <laughs> Maybe it doesn't matter if he's un, underneath the toilet seat after she goes to bed, and then you, you and your toilet fetish, Jesus. Yes, I I'm aroused right now. Cellophane. <laughs> She's going to sit down. Cherry bombs. Bam! Yeah, but I, that would concern me about leaving an actual... I mean, these things are fucking powerful. That would concern okay. me about leaving a mark like actually on the toilet of yeah. it exploding. So, you'd rather, Well, you're not thinking about her ass sitting on the toilet. You're thinking about the toilet. The yeah. toilet, yeah. You'd rather it just shoot all over the carpet while you're asleep. <laughs> right right no, by I'm, her, I'm talking right about by her face. on the door. No, yeah. it would be above on the door frame. Uh-huh. Right into her eyes. Yeah. It'd be above her. There's no way it's getting into her eyes. Like, no. Yeah. Bam! Yeah. Eyes open, in the mouth, singeing the tongue. Yep. Sure, if that's how you guys want to see it, yes, that's exactly how I'm looking at it. burning the eyeballs. I mean, they call them freak ass. I can't wait to hear about it. I can't either. (laughs) Oh, well, I... there's. I know I wouldn't want to be there, so... There's been a couple nights where I've... Oh, you and I aren't going to be there. We're going to have the glory of hearing But I'm saying, yeah, I don't know why he would want to be... Because he... He knows that she's not going to do it. Chances are he's not going to wake up from it. And she's probably going to jump right on the bed uh, and start beating the shit out of him. Yeah, that's probably more the case. Like I said, yeah, you don't, you don't appear to be a. We've gone on vacations before. You don't appear to be a loud noise, wake up kind of guy. No, I've but, been getting better. But I could really? just see like, Corey Michaels, you know, and she's going to be smacking you and stuff, and no, because then what the even better part is, she'll be so upset then when I just lay there and take the beating. Because I just want to go back to bed, and it's not affecting anything. It's going to make her even more upset, well, and sounds, it adds on to the prank. Yeah, this sounds Man, like it's you should write go, a book. It's going to go well, I feel. First few <laughs> years of marriage by Corey Celeste. <laughs> we, we, just, just to Ooh, be clear, we, we stated uh, months ago, we actually have... Uh, well, maybe it was me. And I not, just got the pre-shivers thinking about drinking this. <laughs> Yeah, we we got to do that because it's just getting warmer the longer it sits there. Um, we talked about having the Seleski report. 
Yeah, that didn't. Uh, it went over like a lead balloon. So. Yeah, it did. But now you're asking for it again. So I'm like, all right, I guess it has to be a Nick idea for in order for it to happen. No, it was a Nick idea. No, it was not a Nick idea. It was a Bob idea. And that's why it didn't go over very well. But now that it's a Nick idea, maybe it'll get some traction. No. All right, so we have uh, we each have a uh, Fireball Cinnamon and a Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey. And, Corey, do you want to really quickly uh, run down why we have these, what the difference is? Yeah, one's malt liquor, and it can be sold at gas stations that do not have a liquor license, as opposed to where the other, that's the Cinnamon Whiskey, uh, you have to buy from an actual liquor store. Now, for those of you who don't drink Fireball, you might be thinking, why would you drink either of those? But put yourself in the position of those who do and someone who should be outraged that one of these is being sold when, in fact, it looks exactly like the cinnamon whiskey that we've come to know and love over the Mi- course of... Minus just that little word, whiskey, at the bottom. <laughs> Low so many years. So, all right, so what are we doing here, Corey? Are we doing the... Let, let's, do the let, let's do the worst one first, the one that we're... So you want to do just the cinnamon first? So just just yeah, so you guys yeah yeah just so you guys are um, familiar with it. Uh, the only like he said, the only thing that's different on this bottle, and there was a, a huge uh, th- uh, throwdown fight about this when we talked about it earlier because I don't agree with this. I think it's false advertising. Um, I think it's very misleading. Um, I understand that they want to be able to sell to gas stations. Um. But, you know, when Bud Light came out with Select 55, they did not market it as a Bud Light can um, and just change a small piece of text on the bottom of it to fool people. Uh, This, they were clearly trying to fool people into buying it and thinking, oh, my God, look at this. I'm at a gas station. It doesn't even sell booze, and I can buy Fireball. And, yeah, so one of them is 33%. The other one is half of that at 16.5%. Yeah, which malt beverage with natural whiskey and other flavors? So we know what caramel. We color. know what regular Fireball tastes like. So let's take taste this. Uh, Hang this hang, bastard concoction. The sheep and, and wolf's clothing. Okay. All right. Yeah. So the cinnamon one first. Yep. 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 Cheers. Oh, cheers. Cheers. What the fuck? I'll be I mean, honest. I, I already don't like Fireball, but I like it even less if I know I'm not going to get drunk. Yeah, so I'll be honest with you. It it tastes very similar, um, which is which is scary. Um, it does have that. I feel like there's a little bit more cinnamon flavor. It's it's more like of a, a candied flavor, yeah, than the whiskey version. Um, but I certainly, you know, if we were uh, going floating down the river, which we will be very soon, um, and hitting a bottle of Fireball and passing it around, uh, none of us would ask any questions. Um, it, but it tastes a little smoother. I would say it's closer to Dr. McGillicuddy's, which also has less alcohol in it. But they're very clear about that. This is not so clear, which pisses me off. Now, if it was half the booze... Maybe there's a market for that. It should say oh, it's half, definitely a market for that. half the booze, half the calories. You know, they should be putting that on the side. Oh, you're saying they're marketing it incorrectly. Yeah, they're marketing it um, to try and get the same amount of money 
and fooling people to think that this is what it is under the guise of, hey, no, that's not what we're doing. We just want to sell at more locations. And if that was the case, then they should not have a problem with making it very clear. Um, Because if their customers are the most important thing, as most companies would say, then, then they'd want their customers to know, like, hey, look, maybe you're looking for something with less calories in it. Maybe you're looking for something with less booze in it. Because I certainly, on on some days, I may want to buy this. Mm-hmm. And I want to know where to find this in a larger container. Maybe we're going down the river that day, and I don't want to get super fucked up. And I'm like, yeah, I, I want this. That's a, So I, that's what I was going to say, because uh, I'll go against the grain a little bit, because I do prefer the taste of that over the actual whiskey one. It's it's a smoother taste. Yeah. It's more of like just like it's just, a, a candied like it's hot like tamales, watered down fireball kind of. <laughs> I mean, really, honestly, yeah, it's kind of what it is. So, but it is, as Corey said, it's more of a red hot flavor. Yeah. Oh, most definitely. All right. I I, I don't think I need to drink this right now because right. it's. Yeah, we can not throw those, room temperature. Throw those back in. Yeah. yeah, it it's quite quite warm. I'll come get it from you. I mean, to, so so for those that don't know a lot, or maybe they're not big drinkers or whatever, yeah. unlike us, um, <laughs> to give you an idea, a shot of vodka that would go into your uh, fuzzy navel or your vodka and coke or something like that um, is forty percent alcohol by volume. Mm-hmm. Fireball whiskey is what thirty five, it said, or something like that. I think so. Thirty five percent. So it's already lower than normal spirits. And I think it's to compensate for all the sugar and everything that they have to add to it. So it's a little bit lower. It's not a lot lower, but it's a little bit. This is half of that. So this is basically, I would say, probably one-third. Okay. One-third of a shot of vodka. Okay. Yeah. So to to put the alcohol part of it into perspective. I I think they're, they're clearly marketing it. To the audience of people who are just wanting to do a lot of shots, you know, less alcohol contact, but you still feel like you're getting a whiskey taste or it's a kitschy kind of a thing. You're going to buy more of it and you're going to drink for longer. Yeah, I I don't. I certainly don't buy the fact that. That they're being any kind of transparent. In, in regards to this, I, I don't... They, they are exploiting a loophole that allows them to sell into the kind of, you know, high-end gas stations that Mr. Selesky frequents. Yeah, and I mean, I'll be honest with you. Um, there's been many times that I've been, you know, at a liquor store. You know, I, I don't really buy my booze from gas stations, but... yeah. But I've been at gas stations and I've seen Fireball and I thought it was interesting, you know, like wow, that's kind of cool, you know. Yeah. They, and they got the little ten packs or or whatever, and I wouldn't have thought twice to inspect it to see if it said whiskey or. I've drank Fireball for years and years and years, and I I wouldn't mm-hmm. know that one said whiskey and one just said cinnamon. Uh, right. I mean, they look identical, other than one word. It, it was a shot across the bow for this podcast for sure. Yeah, and and so I I there's no question about it. Like don't don't wrap it up and put a bow on it and say this is <laughs> this is just right. a different way to market it to different locations. Like that's that may be an undertone for the company, but the idea is people recognize Fireball. 
Mm -hmm. People like Fireball. It's very, very popular. They want to sell more Fireball. And they want to sell in locations that they normally couldn't sell Fireball. So they're doing this to make it look as close to Fireball as possible. So maybe those people don't think about it. Because I feel like most companies feel like the general public are a bunch of idiots. And they're, you know, hey, we're going to get away with it for so long. And maybe some people, when they find out, they just don't care. How dare they recognize that we are the idiots they think we are. Good job, Fireball. Good job. Yeah. I mean, they certainly have, you know, commercials and Ignite the Night and all this other stuff. I don't see any commercials about, oh, you like Fireball cinnamon wait, whiskey? Wait, hold on. Is wait. That a, is that a Fireball commercial? Ignite the Night? Yep. Yeah. You've never seen one of those? No. I don't watch commercials. No. Any, a couple of your streaming services still have commercials. I try to skip past them every chance I can. Kind of hard to do that sometimes. Eh, you could walk out they, of the room. <laughs> I guess I, if you're doing that, fair enough. I'm like, I don't really I, have to go to the bathroom, I, I, but I'm just going to try to I, squeeze out a couple of drops because I, I don't want to watch whatever they're. Selling uh, yeah, here. if I mean, if you're going to that extent, yeah. then yes, you are skipping commercials. I, I guess. Am. Yeah. Like I would just, I would love it if maybe they just change the caps. Like if they change the caps to like white caps, and they they said, hey, these are you know are reduced. We can sell them in more locations. If you want something with a little less alcohol in it, uh, less calories. I, I feel like they did exactly what a board of directors would do when they found out that they could sell in gas stations. And they're like, what are the least amount of things we'd have to change about that label? Exactly. That's what they did. They're like, we, hold on. we can As long as we change this, it can look exactly the same. Done. Johnson, put it into circulation immediately. And which, which I stand corrected on my original argument because I, I was swearing that they would have been the same percentage, but they're not. Yeah. Oh, so, did you, oh, yeah, I think yeah. you did. You're like, you're like, I think you said, if anything, it's going to be higher proof because it's malt liquor. And I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah, no. So I, I, I stand corrected on that. And I mean, but I, again, I'm, like, I'm not upset by it. It's exactly what Bob's just saying. But, but I, 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 I get your point of, of as a consumer, what it should be. But what the reality of it is, is that they're able to make more millions by selling them at, being able to sell them at gas stations and places that can't our, sell liquor. At our expense, yeah. So, but I think I think the idea is, is pretty clear, though. They probably said, what's the highest proof thing that you can sell at a location that has a beer and wine license? And they probably said, well, 16.5 is the highest proof wine that a beer and wine license can sell. And they said, done, 16.5%. <laughs> because wine... As they should. Wine is about 16 point... Some wines are about 16.5%. Yeah, no, I mean, and like you said, too, like it, it could have its place with... Because, yeah, like when we're out in the river, I'd much rather kind of knock that alcohol percentage down a little bit to be able to have a couple more shots and be like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll be good at the end. Yeah. Rather yeah. than have the full proof fireball and yeah, by the end we're, we're like not, yeah, oh, we're we can not really like, function let's go ahead and start with the 32 year old scotch and we're just gonna sip on that for the first hour and then yeah, from no, there we're gonna go into the everclear we're, we're we're all about longevity let how long can we stretch this out for the entire day yeah there's from like morning until night there's there's not many avenues where i can say that 
you know, really get away with the fact by telling people we're social drinkers. But in, in that capacity, when you're on a river and you have to have somewhat of your wits about you and kind of know where you're going and, and you have to leave at some point and you're not, uh, most rivers aren't five minutes from my house. So you have to go home. Um, yeah, granted, most of the time you're sweating, you're paddling, you're, you're, it's 85 to 90 degrees. You don't feel it in the moment. You're sweating it all out. Yeah. You're sweating a lot of it out. But something like this, I mean, I think that's why Dr. McGillicuddy's apple pie goes down so well because yeah, it is like 10% less than fireball. <laughs> you're not getting that huge alcohol kick that's really putting you over the edge. Yeah, it it you get a little nice little buzz at the time you can do more shots and you're still okay you're still fine you know yeah how many people do you think are listening to this going like that's exactly what alcoholics would say <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh and then they go get in kayaks <laughs> yeah. god damn it yeah this is what's problem with these are the problems with our world today <laughs> yeah these motherfuckers well we think we're just fine so and then they get in a car and drive around yes they do they drive around straight home yeah 12 hours later <laughs> right in the middle of the night. Yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's how you end. That's how in I the end middle it. of well, the night. Well, it, was, it was like a yeah, question. Well, well, it was like, let's in not the middle of the night? Way. Let's not end it that beep, way. Boop, beep, yeah. boop, let's, let's, let's not end it that way. <laughs> I thought in he was going into a night, rendition of a Billy after, Joel song. After I having, walk in after my having, sleep. After having paddled through the dark, <laughs> try, trying to follow your friends, one of whom has a light. You don't have a light. People are just hanging about in a in a in a in a floaty tube, going like, "I'm not participating at all. It's fine." Other people Mountains can paddle faith. for me, and you're like, "Please, dude, please, just get me home," because I can't see I can't see shit. River so I don't deep. know what time it is. <laughs> I don't know where my car is. I keep getting stuck, <laughs> stuck behind this branch, and when I get stuck, like everybody just keeps on going. Like I need somebody to come back for me. Like that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> you were you were slightly panicked that day. Yeah, I was. Nick, I had a better, I had a better to end Nick. on that note. <laughs> I'm done stuck again. Yeah. It makes more sense. <laughs> All right. As long as it makes more sense. Yes. All right. Thank you, everybody. Hiawatha and his boy kept going. <laughs> we'll see you next weekend. Peace out. Peace out.